State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help with funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are all built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at at and for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot com. Welcome to Checking In with Michelle Williams, a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. There are so many different fields of expertise and jobs and certain um, spaces where someone chooses to work in. And I am just so fascinated with this particular area of expertise that our next guest works in. This person is a leading forensic psychologist, trauma expert, training professional and author. She addresses diverse topics, including post-traumatic stress disorder, multicultural therapeutic techniques, gang intervention, prison reform, human trafficking, violence against women, substance abuse, relationships, parenting, and mental health. Y'all, I'm excited about Dr. Deborah Warner joining us today. She's a professor in Los Angeles, I think, but today she's joining us from Columbia University in New York. Like, she is everywhere, and she's often asked to be an expert witness 
psychological evaluator and consultant. So she's an expert witness that is asked to testify on court cases. Y'all know my field or my major was criminal justice at one time. And so I am just thrilled to be talking to Dr. Deborah Warner today. So please stay tuned. If you're a crime junkie like me, stay listening. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Checking In. I'm so grateful for everybody who downloads episodes. It seems like you're telling everybody about Checking In and we cannot do, we cannot even be in a season three without y'all checking in. Today's guest, I'm so excited. I'm literally about to, if I had children, they would probably say, you're embarrassing me because you know how you have parents that say, you know... When I was growing up, I wanted to be an astronaut. I wanted to be a doctor. So they start telling you all the things that they did, right? And I am about to do the same thing with our next guest. She is a leading forensic psychologist, trauma expert, speaker, and author of several titles. I mean, she's got an upcoming conference that's about trauma and mental health, and we are going to get into that. But y'all, she's amazing, okay? She made me go put on a red lip. Y'all welcome Dr. Deborah Warner to Checking In. Hey, Michelle, how are you? I am just excited to be here. (laughs) I Listen, doctor, I am so glad to meet you. The good thing about checking in, we get to talk to an array of people who specialize in everything from trauma to mental health. We even had Lorenz Tate and he's an actor. And so see y'all look, her eyes got big. She was like, wait a minute, Lorenz Tate. Yes. (laughs) She was like, why we, how come we couldn't do a group chat? You know? (laughs) So this is what I'm about to say that could be embarrassing if I had children or anybody listening, because somebody always got to tell you what they wanted to be when they grew up. But Dr. Warner, in college, my major was criminal justice because I wanted to be a forensic psychologist. No. Yes. 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 That is awesome. Yes, yes, yes. And to this day, I watch all type of true crime in real time. I don't like like recreated stuff. Like say for instance, one of the uh, popular stories right out right now is the Murdoch trial. Right. And so I'm sitting there, even as of last night, some new stuff has come out about the sun and I'm like trying to be Dr. Deborah, trying to figure out what would you say and how would you unpiece everything? So yes, I have to be the one to be like, I wanted to be like you. This is what I wanted to do. Wow. Wow. That just makes me really happy because, you know, part of what I do right now, since you're into piecing out crimes and all of that, that's kind of what I do every day. Like I go in the prisons and I actually piece together if someone is still going to be culpable the time that they're released. And so I have to go back, backtrack, put all that information together. Sometimes it's like two pages. And I have to figure out how that person ticked and tell the court how they're going to proceed in life. It is very, very fascinating. I think this year I've done at least 300 cases like that. Really? Yeah. Well, if you need an assistant to help stack papers and put them in order and file everything for you, let me know. I- I'd be glad to intern for you for the summer. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you want to have to intern? <laughs> Listen, well, I will intern for you based on where, where, do you, where are you based right now? 
I am based in California. And right now I'm in New York City and I am sitting, you know, here at Columbia talking to you, but I'm based in L.A. Really? Well, uh, let me know when you get back to California so I can help stack some papers. OK, okay. I will let you know. And I, we will we will talk about things yeah. and I will let you have. I will let you live that out. That will be so much fun just to do that. Please, please, please. So, Dr. Warner, you have been a speaker uh, at TED Talk on male trauma. Yes. And you even wrote a book titled yes. His Story, Her Story, A Survival Guide for Spouses of Male Survivors of Sexual Abuse. So you guys that are listening, not only is she, so as you can see, we went from forensics to trauma, specifically male trauma, because Dr. Deborah, there are times where do you think a lot of it kind of goes untalked about with men? Oh, absolutely. Men, because men don't disclose. Men will carry that secret for 20, 30 years. And then when they do, they're afraid people are going to laugh at them or not believe them. Mm. Right. The biggest thing you can do is a man discloses to you is shut up and let him tell you the whole story. Because if you don't listen and he's trying to, it's probably the first time, he'll never tell anyone else again. You have stopped that process and that journey of healing. And so I always tell people that men are different because they will not disclose it. When they do, you have to let them have that space. Wow. How did you get into forensics and trauma? How did that in mental health, how did that come about? You know, you know how God guides you places? That's kind of what happened. Right. And I remember working in New York and being at this place. And then I saw these patients and it was like this big old burly guy tearing a payphone out of the wall. And I said, what kind of patients are those? And they said, those are forensics patients. I said, that's what I want to do the rest of my life. And I just in crisis, it's just how I, I just don't respond. I'm able to see a situation and navigate through it. But I'm really able to understand people. Right. And so I waited three years for a program to come out so that I could be a forensic psychologist, but now I mentor other people. And one of the things I do is the script conference every year for people. And it's free to the community. It's on male violence and trauma. And this year is on diversity and inclusion. And it's July 20th and 21st. And what we do is that we let anyone come. We have people from the FBI, we have wardens of prisons, and we have ex-gang members on the same panels. Wow. Yeah, one year we did Black Lives Matter with the police. Wow. You know, it made me want to ask when you are talking about having to sit with inmates and go over cold files or not even cold case files, but files that are current, you know, as we're seeing in Mm -hmm. the news right now. Are you finding when you get to talk with the men that are you finding a lot of trauma that they had in childhood? Oh, absolutely. That's where it starts. It starts from childhood, but not just sexual trauma. Like in my book, His History, Her Story, it is environmental trauma. Yes. It's the fact that they're growing up with that around them, especially people of color. My, mm-hmm. my book, Barbara, My Boys, that's all about environmental violence. Mm-hmm. And those people were traumatized from living in that environment and causing them problems later in life. You never know what's going to affect somebody, right? But when you have everything coming at you from the environment, it's going to completely change your worldview. And then you're a man and you're told you got to be strong. You have to be a good dad. You have to be the top athlete. You have to do all these things, right? Mm-hmm. But when you have to be everything and you're broken, can you imagine you, you have a hard time when you can't live up to expectations, so that's what causes a lot of the problems with people emotionally, especially men in trauma. Okay. So 
I'm assuming, do you feel men kind of process or display trauma different than women? And if so, what are some of the signs? Well, they manifest different, right? I mean, women who are traumatized might go down one path and men might go down the same path, right? Mm. But it manifests differently because men are socialized differently. Women will talk about it. You can, there's lots and lots of resources for women in domestic violence shelters or women who have been traumatized. There are not as many for men because people don't believe men or they say, suck it up and be a man, right? Mm. Yes. So that's the problem in our society. I want to ask you, what type of person tells a person to suck it up? Like from a psychologist's point of view, seriously. A very famous comedian that was on a station actually went and someone was asking him that question. And his response was, was that suck it up and be a man? I won't say who it is that they know. Yes. And so I've heard that many, many times. Or they say they were lucky if a female perpetrator and the kid's 13 years old is sexually abusing them and they're like 35, they'll say they're lucky. Do you know that you just shape their whole world and how they see women and how they see other people and how they have wives and daughters? But they don't realize they're lucky. Mm. Are you all about the NBA action? You've got to try Pick 6, the newest fantasy app from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Right now, new customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Getting started is simple. Just download the DraftKings Pick 6 app and sign up with code TBE. Pick at least two players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat. Like, will they score more or less than 30 points or have more or less than eight assists? Lock them in and compete against others for a shot at huge cash prizes. Download the DraftKings Pick 6 app now and get started with code TBE. New customers can earn a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 in Pick 6 credits when you deposit $5 or more. Only on DraftKings Pick 6 with code TBE. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 deposit to receive a match of up to $100 in Pick 6 credits. Non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only. Expire after 180 days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future, building off the hard work our parents have done before us. We all are looking to create generational wealth so that our families and generations behind us have a better starting point than we did. That begins with financial literacy. State Farm helps fund programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to the educational achievement of black and brown youth. To date, participants have been awarded over $11 million in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbroke, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests, but with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
We all can't help but wonder what awaits us around the next corner. What new roads are left to be discovered? What adventures lie just over the next ridge? Push beyond your current limits and find out. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there, where the road leads you and even where the off-road makes a way to. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Whether the adventure is about the destination the journey itself, or both. Your SUV will match your tenacity mile after mile. And no matter how far you wander, you'll remain tethered to home without the need to connect to your phone. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Every one of Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. The world is waiting to be discovered. What are you waiting for? Learn more at Nissan US. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus. Hmm. How's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. I know we were talking about, um, I mentioned your book, His Story, Her Story, A Survival Guide for Spouses of Male Survivors of Sexual Abuse and Trauma. Now, if you are in a relationship with a man who has suffered trauma, what does that look like in a relationship? Well, my husband's a trauma survivor. He's the one who encouraged me to go down this path. Really? Because he realized there was something about me working with men who were traumatized. Because I just sat one day, honestly, and I said, what the heck is wrong with my husband? Like, I couldn't figure out. Like, and I said, you know, you're a psychologist. You don't want to shrink your husband. We want to know this relationship does not follow other patterns. Right. And it doesn't follow other patterns because there's so many safety issues that were broken. There are so many issues of being dominant, but you're broken inside. Mm. So you don't want to be seen as weak. There are so many different things that and, and men, especially if you're supposed to be the, the bread earner and you're supposed to be the person that is the head of the household, but you're you're depressed and you have all these things inside. Right. Well, your men only have one emotion that they can show in life, and that's anger. So they become angry. Right. And they yell or they do things like that. And you're like, why is it one speed or the highway? Why can't you have others? Because that is the only acceptable one. So to say I'm hurting, to say I'm depressed, 
comes out as anger. It comes out as irritability. And so a lot of times when I'm in the prison, I get to tell those stories to the court now, right? Mm. And they're saying they're angry. They're violent. I said, no, he's a trauma survivor. Let me tell you what you need to do so that you can help him versus saying he's a trauma survivor and he's a lost cause. So even though I love my job and I get to work with all these people and figure out if they are going to re, you know, hurt society, I also get to tell a story. Mm-hmm. And that story a lot of times helps other people. I remember I was working on this one case and it was a trauma survivor. And there's like, no, nope, he's got to stay in prison forever. And I said, if he has the right things because of this, especially if you get him away from his family, I guarantee in time, they'll be better. I'm not saying the day. I'm saying in life, time will start to heal him because now he's willing to talk. And that is the key is to get the talking, get it open. Women talk all the time. Men, they can't do it as much. So you have to find a way to get in there. So you're saying that there are some men that are in prison who can definitely be rehabilitated simply by someone sitting there listening to him, which can start his healing journey. Yes. Now, we all know that, unfortunately, their healing journey does not bring back the person that was harmed. Right. No, that it doesn't bring them back. Or even if the person is still alive, they are still they're going to have that lifelong memory of trauma that was inflicted upon them by that person in prison that you get to speak to. But are you finding do you have like a success story or two where you're like, because someone listened, they're on a better path. Have they been released into the community and how are they doing? I have a few of those um, that make me smile. Wow. And a lot of the, and I have a lot of my boys from Barbara and my boys, their success stories. I wrote them down. I got them to help me help others understand by allowing me to write down their five stories. My Nico, my Tommy, my Blue, they, they come every year and they help me. And my Barbara from Barbara and my boys, you know, and my Mr. Porter. And they, their stories are from being in there from attempted murder to being gangbangers to now Barbara, you know, has a whole organization that helps young girls who are in gangs. Wow. And they told me, you know, you are we are a reflection of you because you allow us to have a voice. And I said, no, no, no. I am your heart and I'm able to tell that story. And then now they have a platform, you yeah. know, because they come to my conference. But I mean, those stories make me happy. Like being able to help in that way and help my community like that. What sparked your interest in this field? (laughs) It's amazing. You know, I want to do my neck of the woods. I want to create change. I want to create change for the next, you know, society. I do have a knack with people and understanding them, you know, because that's the gift God gave me, right? So how can I use that for good? Like, you know, my son, I'm out here in New York because I'm doing a social emotional learning program with kids in acting and comedy, right? And I'm presenting at the Cosmopolitan Club. Uh, oh man, I wish you were here because I'd invite you. People don't even understand how that work that you're doing for actors, how important yeah. that is. But that's a whole nother question for later. Like, like, yeah, yeah. okay, well, I'll go into it briefly, by the way. There are some actors who have suppressed feelings who can't seem to... I'm, I've been one of them where they're like, get angry, get angry. And I'm like, yeah. I can't get angry. Yeah. But why? There is a why yes. to why. So it takes the work that you're doing, Dr. Deborah, to work with actors to let them know, first of all, you're safe. And maybe you need to get this out because the scene that you're about to play is going to be so organic. <laughs> yes. And that's the thing that I do. Is I take that one thing. We start with monologues. And then I take that one thing. I say, OK, now add feeling to it. 
And then what is that feeling you're trying to convey? And then everybody does it with the, the trainer. So the, the, the actors get to work with the trainer on what they see. So it's like a mirror process. Mm-hmm. And we're doing this with kids so that later in life, they don't get stuck with these emotions. They're, they're not getting out, which is really great. And my little son at six, he couldn't read. So I used social emotional learning with him and he's written two books. The little kid who couldn't read at six is now a published author. And he made all these animals to tell his story. And he, mm. the latest one is Freddie Fox's Freaky Fire. And, and he talks about this and, and he has these characters and it's just amazing. But what you can do, like you asked me why, for that joy mm-hmm. that I got yeah. from my little boy. I'm, you use the tools God gave you. If you use what God gave you, you can do good, right? You just have to believe in yourself. You know, with everything that we're seeing on social media, say I have this question about gaming. Oh, yeah. Are you finding people, I guess the psychology behind why somebody says, I want to do this in real life. And I'm like, no, this is just a game. Because if you do it in real life, you're going to be in jail. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're you're talking about like... um, the gaming culture and then being able to put crimes out. Yes. Yes. Okay. I actually did a little bit of work in that area. People don't realize that there are underground games, right? On the black net uh-huh. that are actual other things that are going on. Right. Wow. And so, and then just like you have, you know, snuff films, things like that. There's a whole section of, of stuff that people don't even realize that's out there. But then you have the kids that are on the, you know, they're doing the Twitch and they're doing all that and they're gaming and they're just playing the game. But then you have in all of these is what I've seen is you get obsessed with this and you sit and you're sedentary. Right. And for some reason you're not engaging with the world. Mm. And that's why you get sucked into this stuff and you end up, on the black net and, and all that stuff because you are de- there's something you're dealing with that video games is filling for you okay. that is just not it's not what you need to be doing and I always tell people you know go get help I used to use video games as therapy so that I could tap into that person that was sitting there on the couch like that yeah because I said well that's their world let me figure out how I can get in that world listen you know how many men would love to say if I get to play video games I'm going to therapy <laughs> All my teenagers would show up because I knew it all. But the thing is, I'm talking about grown men who still playing games. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. Be like, honey, no, you know, go to therapy. You you know, you get to play video games. Yes, yes. But you know, you reach you reach your client where they're at. Yeah, that was the other thing I did in in the prisons too. When I used to be in there, I I used to bring a boombox. You know, they they never got to have all this music in, the, in, yes. in, in there sometimes. So I would go in there and I bring my boombox. I said, give me a list of songs, but you have to tell me what that song means. See, so they got to hear all this music because I'm a therapist. I can bring it in. Right. And so they had to hear it. But then we had to talk about it. Wow. Which gets them talking and expressing. Right. That's right. so good because there are so many of, I'm going to say us, we, we don't know how to talk. We don't know how no. to express. And there are so many mm-hmm. reasons. And I'll never forget, you know, reading things that say, let your kids express themselves, you mm-hmm. know, because I grew up in a, a place where it was, don't know, you can't say anything because that's considered talking yeah. back. Mm-hmm. But you don't realize you're suppressing their ability to express right. for later. Right. right. And and then, you know, it's so funny because I have my son, I have my daughter, and my mom would always say, you can let him say that. I said, I'm going to let him say whatever he wants, and then I'm going to correct him. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be his parent. 
That's the difference is that I'm going to teach him how to talk, but I'm going to teach him by example. Right. Mm -hmm. Instead of uh, me as a kid, my response would be, you know, get the switch. Right. That's not exactly (laughs) Southern house. Right. (laughs) You know, so I'm like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to I'm going to parent a different way. Right. And I remember my kid was jumping on the couch one day. He was like three years old. He's jumping up on the couch. My mom's like, can't let him do that. And I said, he's not hurting anything. And when he cracks his head, he'll stop. Oh, okay. So I hope my cousin Brittany is listening. She's a therapist and she definitely believes in that, you know, and a lot of people might say little jokes to her or make, you know, or say little Mm -hmm. smart comments of the way that she is deciding to parent her child in the way that she wasn't parented or mm-hmm. the way even like I said that's my first cousin in a way that I wouldn't because you're used to a belt you're used to a switch mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. what I mean by the way I'm sure you've seen that how that manifests in a person's behavior later on yes yes that makes it even worse and you have all these weird attachments right you get disorganized attachments you love and you hate your abuser at the same time because they're your parent but yet you hate them because they hit you Right. And so then you start making that same attachment with all these people. That's why you have broken marriages. That's why there's divorces. That's why people can't connect to their kids because they've done all that. And, you know, one of the things people don't get, because in the black community, we talk about the switch. Right. Mm -hmm. But that happened because of history. Right. I'm not going to get too deep. But the difference is, is that we pick that up because we didn't want someone else to do it because we didn't want our child dead. So that's why we picked it up. We didn't pick it up because that was our nature. It was because it was either us or someone else who didn't love our child. Dr. Warner, I have heard that. I'm sure people listening have heard it. Like, if I don't beat my child, the police will. Right. Somebody else will. So before, let me discipline my child at home so that no one else has to do it. I have. Yeah, you're right. I definitely have heard that. And it is passed down. You have, when I tell you several areas of expertise, but there is an area that's not talked about a lot, maybe in our world, I'm sure obviously where you go as far as corporate trauma, workplace trauma, yes, uh, and how this can affect one's health. So what qualifies as workplace trauma? Oh my goodness. So corporate trauma, I have a course on my Listen and Love University on it too. But one of the things, the reason I made the course was because, you know, I, I used to be in the corporate world. You know, I was like assistant acting dean for a while. Like, you know, I was the first full professor at like 42, like, you know, who looked like me at some point. And, and I realized I wasn't me. Hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And, and I was behaving in a way that fits certain social norms. And I said, but what do I want to do to, you know, and then I realized I was like freaking out because I didn't have donuts one day for a meeting, right? Because you better have your donuts. You said you were having yep, donuts. Yep. You got to produce. And, and that's traumatizing, right? But then you have where you can't even go tell somebody how you're feeling. You can't mm. even express that because if you do, there's someone right there to pick you off and take your place. Right. Right. Yeah. That's traumatizing because you're never secure. You never get secure footing. So one of the things I teach people is how to find that secure footing, how to find your allies, how to find mentors, right? And and I didn't have mentors. And then I finally had really good mentors and I learned. I said, you you have, there's certain things you do in a corporate environment, certain things you don't. And then when you're ready, leave on your own terms because then you leave being you. Yeah. That's so good. That's so good. Now y'all don't be going to work 
talking about some telling the boss I'm leaving today. Uh, I listened to checking in with Michelle and they told us that we can leave, you know, but so, you know, what should a person do? Because no one should be experienced. Well, people don't even know that that's what they're doing. Inflicting trauma. No, I'll be full transparency. Um, I was sitting in a counseling session one year and I was sitting in a session with someone and they were telling the therapist something that I said. And the therapist looked at me and said, you know, this can be considered verbal abuse. And I said, no, I know what I felt to have been verbally abused. I've been verbally abused, not in this relationship, but I, but they don't realize like, no, it's, it's not about the, the tone. Yes, the tone in which you say something. It, I just thought it was the volume and how a person can yeah, stand over yeah. you and seem so threatening. You know what I'm saying? And so I think there are some, I think even some microaggressions in the workplace can be seen as trauma, right? Yes. If I'm hearing That's you. where I was going. Um, Microaggression. Those little bitty things. Like people don't realize when you say something like, you you know, going into someone's office, right. And, and you hand them a document you did. And then they say to you, Oh, did, did someone help you with this? It's so well written. What does that say? You're giving a compliment, but you're not, you're saying you're not smart enough to do it on your own. That's a microaggression. So guess what happens? You said that, well, Sally overhears it. She goes and says, Oh, did you hear what they said? Now you've created an environment where this person is seen like they can't write and they don't understand what happened. And then the trauma continues. It starts going because people don't realize what comes out of their mouth. People hear it goes in their heart. That's the key. It goes in their heart and then people believe it. Dr. Deborah. Wow. I hope that whoever is listening, I feel like you're triggered and hopefully you can just sit and breathe and yeah. me and Dr. Deborah can sit here and tell you, you don't deserve that. No. You know what I mean? And so just kind of breathe. And how many people, doctor, have to deal with trauma at the workplace because they need this job? It's like, I can't quit. I have a, I have a family. Or a lot of people stay on the job and are experiencing trauma on the job because that's where they get the insurance and benefits. Right. And they got the baby at home, right? Mm-hmm. Or they got the grandma or they're taking care of their mom. But that, those are those generational layers that people don't realize bring someone in the workplace. Yeah. A lot of time now I do consulting, especially with female executives. And I talk about the layers because they don't realize that onion is what's keeping them in that job. They may not be happy because, you know, I have elderly parents, they say, or my kid's going to college or I'm a single mom or I've made partner and I worked really hard, but are you happy? Oh my gosh. And what's not making you happy, right? It's the layers that I go through with them. This, first of all, working with female executives, that can be a whole other or another, yes, I'm going to say another, a whole another yes. masterclass that I don't know oh, if you've yeah. ever done, like just for female executives because of the, the, the slack they get, the flack they get, the, like you said, the microaggression too, you know, just on females, period, in the workplace. Yeah. It's traumatic. Yeah. Nissan has a car for everyone. And that means every driver who wants more, whatever your more is, more freedom, more head turning style, more exhilaration. Nissan has it. Get more exhilaration behind the wheel of the Nissan Z, the sports car built to deliver the most thrilling drive ever. 
Make more moves with the Nissan Rogue that can switch between power and fuel efficiency at the press of the pedal. If you're craving more adventures with your crew, try the Nissan Pathfinder, the vehicle with the muscle to help you handle the journey. Want more of a rush with your drive? Zip around in the agile and stylish Nissan Sentra. And for a drive that's positively more electric, the Nissan Aria has the perfect combination of raw power and refined luxury. When you want more of what makes driving exciting, from sports cars and sedans to EVs, pickups and crossovers, you can rely on Nissan. Because more is all we do. To get the endless excitement and the more you've been looking for, check out Nissan's amazing lineup. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. 2023 EPA Fuel Economy Estimates. 30 City MPG. 37 Highway MPG. 33 Combined MPG for Rogue S and SV Front Wheel Drive. 28 City MPG. 35 Highway MPG. 31 Combined MPG for Rogue S and SV All Wheel Drive. 29 City MPG. 36 Highway MPG. 32 Combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum Front Wheel Drive. 28 City MPG. 34 Highway MPG. 31 Combined MPG for Rogue SL and Platinum All Wheel Drive. Actual mileage may vary with driving conditions. Use for comparison only. Seeing our communities grow and thrive is something we care deeply about here at Black Tech Green Money. State Farm Insurance also cares about the growth of black communities. They're actively investing in programs and initiatives that help provide financial literacy, give early career advice, and grow black-owned businesses, thus leading to generational wealth, which helps protect the future of our communities. We want to build a future that we all can be proud of. State Farm understands that representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. It also requires active sponsorship of programs like the AXO, a year-long program that recognizes and rewards high school students for their academic and cultural achievements, along with funding programs like Project Ready, a National Urban League program committed to educational achievement of black and brown youth that has awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to date. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and can have a long-lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. 
let's talk about corporate America regarding the pandemic and how tons of people. <laughs> she's like, what? Corporate America, the pandemic, there ain't nobody at work no more. Well, <laughs> well, it's because they've been doing the term quiet quitting. You know, there's so there's there's so many terms. There's a new term called soft life, but that's new because it's like, well, I think I want a soft life too. But anyway, we got quiet quitting. And there are so many people who quit because they no longer wanted to go above and beyond. They only wanted to do the work that they were paid for. And there is even a push for four day work weeks that are trending. What do you foresee as the new corporate climate if workers aren't heard? You want what I think is going to happen or what I think corporate's going to predict to happen, right? <laughs> You're the expert. So, okay. I'll give you I'll give you two scenarios. Okay. okay. First of all, I think nobody's going to go back to work. They love this. The pandemic has caused people to see things differently. People mm-hmm. in Europe do this all the time, right? And they're able to balance and do things. I mean, people like being in their sweatpants and just five minutes before going out there, right? So <laughs> you everybody's done it. So, because nobody knows mm-hmm. what's down there, mm-hmm. right? So, mm-hmm. so. But I got on my full outfit. I, I'm matching from, I'm matching. I don't have on just sweats. I'm matching. Well, well you're <laughs> and so do I. But, <laughs> but this is what people are doing, right? Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're going to push back. The problem is corporations have built these sky rise offices. They have all these people and no one's in them. The you're in New yet. York. You're in New York as we speak. Right. And the mindset, I have to see you to be working. But there are so many skyscrapers being built, office spaces. Like, what are they going to do? I mean, how many apartments can you have? Right. So there's going to be a shift in real estate. And what is that shift going to look like? Are they going to force people to come to work so they don't waste their money? Big organizations, maybe not. Are we going to have a shift in hotels? Are we going to have a shift in leisure spaces or spaces people can rent for office space? Oh. Or are we going to have a shift in looking at how we redirect to where, hey, you you know what? This this used to be an office space. We're going to revamp this to be a space where you can work and play. Okay. So I think that there's going to be a difference that's coming out, but there are going to be those other ones more, you know, that are going to say, hey, we want to see you working and bring people back in the workplace. And there are some jobs that you have to physically be there. Yeah. But if not, I see a change. I see a definite change in what's happening. Do you feel that people being in the workspace kind of keeps workplace synergy and energy good? Now, I'm not saying every day, but if you're, mm-hmm. if so, I'm thinking like if somebody's in the workplace for like a day, everybody coming to work for a day or two, I would think that that's okay. Cause I'm the type of person where as far as work is concerned, I'm in the place where I, I'm doing a lot of virtual meetings and I'm like, man, mm-hmm. I wish I could be in the office with you because I don't know. It's something cool about it. There are a lot of people that I work with that want to go in. And a lot of the organizations that I consult with let those people come in. And what they do is they have signups for office space. So you can actually get the same office every day for the next year if you want to. Mm. Right. But those people are more productive. Then they have the other people who say, they say, you can work wherever you want as long as you stay in the U.S. Okay. And so then they give them the equipment, right? But there are certain people that cannot handle being at home. And so they recognize that because there is an energy to going and talking at the water cooler or, you know, bringing people, you know, in your office and, and hashing things out, right? 
you know, so it depends on the personality and depends on the tasks that they're doing. Now, me personally, I think I'm more productive at home because I really like lunches. I really like talking <laughs> to people and I tend to wander. So uh, better at home. you're better at home. Okay. And listen, and, and I think that the pandemic, there, there needed to be some shifts made. And so yeah. sometimes there, there are aspects of the pandemic that were, for a cleansing in all mm-hmm. kinds of ways. But at the same time, didn't we hate all the lives that were lost and the families who are grieving the yeah. loss of a loved one who went into the hospital Oh yeah, and didn't come back, you know? Oh my God. There's so many, you know, it's interesting. My husband finally got COVID like recently, which is sad. Right. And he did it over Christmas and he went blind. He what? lost his sight. Yes. No one ever stuff is and so we had to create a family carpool and my daughter was helped driving him around and like he woke up and his sight was like negative 2000 are you serious how is it right now now it's changed he can drive but he's probably at negative 50 right but but you can drive at like 45 something in one Mm -hmm. eye like you know what you're saying and and, and don't quote me what doctors are listening I'm not (laughs) gonna but but he was, you know, it, it really did affect him. And, 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 and I can imagine now he lost his sight, which is really crippling, but imagine losing a life, losing a loved one, like, you know, losing the life of a loved one, but, and the eyesight going to sleep, being able to see, but waking up blind. How traumatic is that? Oh, he handled it so well, but he's already a traumatized person, right? <laughs> so you got a traumatized person who's having another trauma, you know, and there's nothing I can say. There's nothing I can say. And I remember looking at him and he was having the hardest time one day. And I remember looking at him and I was holding his hand. We're lying there. And I said, I know this is hard. I get it. I don't even know what you're going through because I can't tell you. I've never been blind, right? Yeah. But we got to make a plan because you have too much life left and you're going to waste it if you stay like this. Now, doctor, here we go. This is some good talking for a person Mm -hmm. that's going through trauma. You said something so beautiful. I'm sorry. I don't know what it's like to be blind, Mm -hmm. but I can help you. Let's make a plan, right? Mm -hmm. So going back to how we treat people who have some compounded trauma, not just, oh, I fell off a bike and skinned Mm -hmm. my knee and that was traumatic because- Listen, as I'm learning, Dr. Deborah, again, I honor you as the expert. I've, I've been learning that trauma just isn't like seeing a, a open, bloody wound. You know, trauma is, like you said, you, you could fall off a bike unexpectedly and mm-hmm. that's traumatic. Or mm-hmm. you get news, you read a text and um, I don't know, to me, this is trauma. What if you, what if your boyfriend done sent you a text that he was trying to send to somebody else? Mm. That's traumatic. Yes, it is. That is a different type of trauma. Yeah. Cause trauma, is that something that is blindsided? Something you didn't expect? Is that a, it's not the definition, but sometimes trauma is stuff you don't expect. So if you're looking at like like definitions like post-traumatic stress disorder or something like that, right? First, you have to have an event, right? Mm. And that event has to cause you to feel like you're in danger or your life is threatened, but you have to perceive it. Okay. So going back to your text message, I perceive this is dangerous. My life is threatened. My livelihood has now changed because 
man, that's a picture I shouldn't have got. Or that's a text I shouldn't have got. What's going to happen to my family? What's going to happen to my life now? Do you see where that's trauma? Wow. Yeah. So it's how you define it. I always tell people that, right? And then there's symptoms that go with it. Like you have flashbacks, you get scared, you get anxious. Heart heart pounds, you can't sleep. So that's why I never, I let someone else define it. Because I was like, you know what? You, like you said, something bloody. But imagine you walk over and it's a bloody leg. That's traumatizing. Yeah. Right? And that is going to stick with you. And you don't even know. And trauma is one of those things that creeps. Because if you don't talk about it, it creeps, it swells, and then it comes out in odd ways. Like sexually acting out, physically acting out, substance abuse, hitting people, little kids getting anxious. You ever seen little kids who pull out their hair? Yes. Pulling out hair. <laughs> Eyebrow. <laughs> Yes. Yes. That's yeah. all trauma. Yeah. You know, that oh my gets, gosh. you know, my daughter, I love her. She we wrote a cook, we wrote a cookbook because she was a foster kid. But the first time I met her, she would carry everything in a backpack. Oh. Everything she owned went in this backpack. And I was like, baby, you don't have to do that. And it took years. Now she has a little clutch bag. I'm so proud. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I said, okay, we're gonna do something better. We're gonna get some coach because yes. I just can't handle this little plastic clutch. But <laughs> Be like, yes, honey, yes, yes, yes. Yes. How it, oh my gosh, so sweet, so sweet. For you to be in the field that you love, but to still have a a heart that seems to be able to feel Mm -hmm. in your field, right? Yeah. How how do you maintain a heart that can feel? Well, that's all God. I will tell you that. Like, this is what God wanted me to do. It's, It's what he made me to do. And that's all I know how to do. I mean, I'd love to be a jazz and blues singer. Maybe that's where you can help me. You hey. can teach me to sing. Okay. And I can let, and you can be my assistant. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'd love to be the assistant intern. Y'all, if y'all didn't hear earlier, I told her, if you're just tuning in, I want to be her intern for the summer because she works in a field that I dreamed to be in, y'all. <laughs> Forensics. Yes, but know that I could be your little singing project, but I can't sing. So it ain't going to go nowhere. Well, we, we got to see because maybe there is something in you that you don't know. You're into acting. Maybe we can pull <laughs> some of that out. You teach people, you know, how to. It's all about the emotions, Dr. Yabren, and how you're able to emote. You know that because you teach that as well. So Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, what's interesting is that, you know, one of the things I say to everybody is listen and love, right? Mm. And, and they're like, what does that mean? Well, you can hear me talking. People hear me talking, but are you listening to me? And then when you hear my words, how do you respond? And if you always respond from a place of love, there's nothing that can come out of your mouth, but something that someone can hear or wants to hear because you're listening, taking it in and then responding with love. So that's kind of how I do this. I always listen and say, I'm going to respond with love. And if I think, oh my God, that wasn't, I will say, I am so sorry mm-hmm. that that wasn't mm-hmm. something loving. Wow. Yeah. You have been so amazing and so intriguing. You know, when I asked you, how do you still have a heart that feels? Because there are some people that have some hard jobs. Yeah. Therapists, cops, and people in certain leadership roles where you have to deal with a lot of people. And sometimes yeah. your heart can get hardened. Mm-hmm. Right. Because of everything that you see or you have to make certain split second decisions where you can't have emotions. You have to go by facts no. and logic. No. But it's been a joy sitting here with you today. If you can, can you tell us about this upcoming project and conference that I'm so excited that you get to share with us? 
Yes. So I have the script conference coming up on July 20th and 21st at the California Endowment, the scriptconference.com, okay. or they can just go to my website and there's a tab, drdebrawarner.net, drdebrawarner.net. Okay. But I also have a show coming out in CBS UK called Murder, Find the Truth, and I get to talk about crimes. So look for that. If you if you go on my website or find me on Instagram, I'll have a link tree. I'll have a link right to it when it comes out. It's going to come out in May. And you'll get to see all the stuff I'm talking about. You'll get to see me too. Y'all, I'm so excited. Um, so <laughs> script is Summit on Community Resilience, Intervention, Prevention, yes. and Training. That's what script means. And so yes. um, you can go to the scriptconference.com. This is going to be absolutely fabulous. And yes. your website again, your personal website. Well, drdebrawarner.net. Okay. 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 We are so excited. Dr. Deborah, you've been a joy. We covered a lot of ground today. A lot. I feel like you can give a great word of encouragement to someone who feels like I've had too much trauma in my life. There's no way I can get better mm-hmm. and have a great quality of life. What would you say? Oh my goodness. That you're valued, that you're loved, and that you can do anything. Mm, so good. Dr. Deborah, thank you so much. Y'all, she's sitting at Columbia University right now in New York, and she's got to get out of here, but she's been such a joy. Dr. Deborah, thank you for checking in. Oh, thank you for having me. Yes, ma'am. We'll see you again. Oh, my gosh. How awesome was this? Oh, this was so great. Y'all, I promise you, you will see me in L.A. spending at least a day with her. Like, It's no joke. I'm so sincere because, you guys, I never got the chance to shadow the county coroner because I don't think if y'all didn't read my book, you got to read it because it tells you of a big choice that I had to make as it related to Destiny's Child or pursuing another field. I'm not going to say too much. You got to get my book checking in. Or if you already know, what it was, go ahead and DM me and tell me what it was. All right. So anywho, I just love y'all and I hope that you are continuing to do well. It's getting warmer out. You know what I'm saying? Stay well and uh, get some sunshine. All right. Bye-bye. I love you. And again, you already know what you're going to do. There's nothing you can do about it. All right. I always want you to know you're loved. Checking in with Michelle Williams is a production of iHeartRadio and The Black Effect. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. State Farm Insurance knows that understanding and investing in our cultural identity is paramount in protecting our future. We know what it's like to go from nothing to something, to wish that we had better financial literacy when we were younger. Luckily, State Farm is here to help. With funding programs like Project Ready, which is committed to education achievement and has already awarded over $11 million in scholarship offers to black and brown youth since 2021. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
We all can't help but wonder what adventures lie just over the next ridge. A Nissan Rogue, Nissan Pathfinder, or Nissan Armada will take you there. If you're taking on your adventure in a 2024 Nissan Rogue, class-exclusive Google built-in is always your updating assistant to call on for almost anything. Along with Assistant, Google Maps, and Google Play Store are all built right into the 12.3-inch HD touchscreen infotainment system of the 2024 Nissan Rogue. Nissan's SUVs have the capabilities to take you where you want to go. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. What's out there is unknown. So at UC San Diego, out we go. Because to take on the challenges of the here and now, you got to get your feet wet, your eyes open, and your mind out there. Way out there. Turning the unknown into cures, culture, and connections with each step forward. So pack a bag, a notebook, and some sandals and get ready to look far and think further. UC San Diego. Learn more at ucsd.edu.